This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning, live from the laundry room. Okay, well, we've got a little technical uh, glitch here. We got a lot of okay, this is live from the laundry room. I'm Glenn. I am Paul you're Glenn Pye. No, you're no. not. Okay. Glenn Pye is doing a guest appearance. So, that's what it is. Feedback. We're here in our own echo, unfortunately, but we will persevere through this, and you can still call in. I'll go through uh, the numbers here, the station. So, it's, we're on 740 AM, 96.7 FM. ZoomerRadio.ca for live streaming. Phone number is three. Can you rejoin? No, is that the number? Yeah, yeah. I've been on for a while. I was sent to an intervention because I was mean to Paul. I've been through, uh, you know, flightless horses and everything else, and I think I'm doing a lot better. But you can be the judge of that. So you can call us at four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Or at one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero if you're out of town. Now we look for all things valuable, particularly older things. But I'll give you a short list here of some of the things you want. Any sports items, cards, equipment, programs, music items are very strong right now. Paul's obviously big in the gold, silver, coins, paper currency, vintage toys, vintage comics, watches, jewelry, old clocks. Vintage persons, other women's accessories, uh, circus, carnival, arcade, amusement park items, vintage china dishes, tea services, Royal Dalton's, other figures, eames, although they're not going for a lot, but Paul can't move them for you. Hollywood, political, military, old books, maps, documents, calendars, vintage photographs, camera equipment, vintage beer, wine, liquor, tray signs, ashtrays, automobile items, art prints, um, and other antiquities, vintage hunting, fishing, autographs of all kind, and I don't know if you still do the garden gnomes? Still doing garden gnomes. It's not a good time of year to have a garden gnome. Buried in snow. You don't have to put them in the safe. They're safe out there in the snow. You can't see them. But, okay, I know you got a bunch of stuff, but this is live from the laundry room. This is a a show. You get to be smarter at the end of the show. I'm going to be smarter. Glenn's going to be smarter. He doesn't know it yet. And we're going to be talking about all sorts of things. We're going to be talking... Of course, we're talking about the cheese boutique, and but Glenn's got some specialty items, so it's going to be worthwhile. Rick's going to be here, and we've got to be stories about silver and our mint. And while the Canadian mint is making it so we cannot buy local, which is kind of weird, but our numbers here are four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. That calls into the station; they'll notify us, and we'll get you on the air. Or out of town, one eight six six 
740-4740. Go ahead, Paul. Okay. At the end of the show, we're going to be giving the gold and silver price. So you're going to get a pen, get a paper. If they're not too far from the phone, I want you to continue to listen to your radio as you're doing this. But get a pen, get a piece of paper, make sure they both work, because we're going to have a lot of information today and things what to do with your stuff. And you're going to find out, and you're going to get some pleasant surprises. And if you have 25,000 issues of the last telegram, you're not going to be happy. Okay, Glenn, I know you got something. Somebody does have 25,000? They have a whole garage full. Of that one issue? Of that one issue. They thought it was going to be rare. Newspapers are so tough. The last issue of The Sun, uh, that's a picture of, uh, no, first issue of The Sun. Sorry, Joe Zuger upside down. You see his head on the ground? That was, it it says goof or something. And the last issue of Telegram, I don't know how many people show me. First Man on the Moon, which is spectacular. Kennedy assassination and a World War II. It all comes down to one thing, Titanic. That's the paper everyone wants. I have coming in, it's going to be first time on the moon, signed by all the astronauts. Well, that's a whole, that's autographs. You're not selling yeah. newsprint. In fact, that would be better if it wasn't on that newspaper. Well, there's always- it was on a photo or something. There was a lady who was on a flight with um, John Lennon and... John Glenn or John Lennon? John Lennon. I know the difference. Well, but you're talking about space. Now you're talking about rock. Now you're getting me upset again. I know I went away to try and calm myself. Sorry, John Lennon, Yoko Ono... And Pierre Trudeau, when they okay. were up here, it was a flight. They were on the same flight as the um, from as John Trudeau Lennon. Trudeau blew commercial. I don't no, know. He was no, a private jet guy. No, they got that later. I'm talking with John Lennon and Yoko Ono. She went up and got on the newspaper, and John and Trudeau was on the same picture. So she got the newspaper signed by all of them. It's a really great piece because once she authenticates the autograph, now we got Providence on it. We're going to have some fun with this. It's actually going I to want to buy it. Well, they haven't sold it to me yet. We haven't authenticated yet. So do you want to buy it? Whoever the person is, call me direct. No. Call out. Yeah, no, I'll do better. You don't want the middle man. Okay. You, you oh, know. now. Oh, he's pointing to the door. He wants me out of here now. Wait a minute. Uh, is Rick ready to talk to us? Uh, standing by with Rick. Yes, you can go to Rick. You're taking my slot, which was very, you promised me, but go ahead. No, this go is ahead. a teaser. Okay. Uh, you know on the show when they say after the commercials come back and see us? Is it you that make me yell at you? No, we're going to be talking about a special item, which you're going to talk about okay. after the commercial. But that's I got to calm Rick. down. I okay. need a Valium or something. Yes. Rick, how are you Good doing? morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. You can hear us. We can't even hear us. Go well, ahead. I hear you perfectly. <laughs> you know, Paul, what I did want to talk about today very briefly is that even though it may be cold outside, the real estate market is red hot, scorching. Um, and, you know, I want to encourage anybody, if you're thinking about buying or selling their home, okay, or buying a home or selling their home, now's the best time to do it because we, we have such low inventory. That, well, it can't be a uh, good time to buy a home if there's low inventory. There's, well, yeah, we can help people because people are, are looking to buy out of town. And, you know, we can help them out there. There tends to be some stuff out there. But inside Toronto and the, the outskirts, just the greater GTA, uh, there's very little, and that sort of ensures that you're going to get the most money for it. Now, what I did want to talk about, Paul, is that, you know, I know that uh, there are tons of real estate agents out there, and people have this tendency that they want to use either the local agent in their neighborhood or they want to use a friend or an uncle or some other family member or somebody that keeps a cough in them every time they step out the door. Uh, but here's the thing. That's great. 
What they need to do is first interview these real estate agents as friends or local agents. Ask them what their marketing strategy is, what they're going to do for them to get them the most money for their house. And then they need to give us a call, and I need to make an appointment and go see them and tell them what we do, Paul, because we consistently get them more money than the house down the street got. We, and, well, you know, Paul, we, 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 we can back all the talk more money. It's just a problem from there is that they have to count it and all this other stuff. It, it can be problematic. The last house to do it all that extra grand. Yeah, uh, it can be a problem. Um, and sometimes your mattresses are so full, there's just no place left to put it. Uh, but at the end of the day, all, all, ser- all seriousness, Paul, that people often to help out their, their local uh, realtor or, you know, a, a relative, that's fine. But they end up losing money on the deal because the property is not being exposed the way it should be. Uh, we basically expose that property more than most agents have the ability to. Uh, it yeah. basically means more people know your house is for sale. And that means more people are going to come and see it, and more people are going to put offers in. Uh, you know, you hear about these people that maybe sold it after a day. Yeah, we could do that, too, but we, we prefer to keep No, that's property. a bad idea. Hold on, Rick. I, wait a minute. I know you say that, and that really makes me mad. Guy yeah. comes up smiling in my, oh, we sold our house in one day. And yeah. then I think to myself right away, oh, you didn't get enough money for it. Because the thing about an auction is you have to have more than one person involved. You have right. eight people buying a house, you got an auction. You got yeah. one guy coming in. I think I'll give you this. That seems like a lot of money when you bought your house for ninety six hundred dollars in nineteen forty, and you're getting a million for it now. It's right. not a lot of money if your house is worth two million. Okay, we had right. one the other day. We're talking. I was talking to the guy. He said someone came up and offered him two and a half million for his house that was worth three million. He says it's cash. And I said, what else are you going to pay you pay you with bananas? I know. You know, two and a half months, he's giving away half a million dollars because yeah. someone says, I'm going to pay you cash. Yes. Guess what? The that's banks give you cash. That's right. No, no, that's that right. made me get stressed about Rick. He's like, red, he's beat red no, right now. And there's a lot of people, and they say, and we clear out the house, we get it ready, and they want to say, oh, I've sold my house. What do I do with my, I'm going from my McMansion to 600 square feet, and I got no storage. What do I do with my collection? Of, uh, of uh, little, little liquor bottles. I got 3,000 right. drinks. That's right. And, and these are all great questions that they need to ask their local agents who they're planning on interviewing. They need to ask their relatives, okay. their brother-in-law, son-in-law, cousin, married to their sister, whatever. Uh, yeah. They need to ask all these questions because not only do they need to talk about marketing, but what are you going to do with all my stuff? Are you going to help me move? Are you going to help me maybe renovate the place a little bit? Are you going to get the house ready for sale? Are you going to help me out after I sell the house? You know, these are all great questions. And this is why, Paul, you talk about always getting that second opinion. I encourage people. I welcome that second, third. I don't care how many opinions you need to get. But at the end of the day, you need to give us a call. Have us come in. We can tell you what we're going to get for your house. And it'll generally be more than the one down the street. because we've proven that time and time again. But we're also going to help you out and tell you what to do to get the house sale ready ready and yeah you know and this way you can get more money and you know what our three rules of real estate are paul like you know people talk about location 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 no it's declutter 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 and that's how you're going to get the most money for that house and you're a pro at it paul you get that house ready i'm always impressed with the way you make that place look like once we're ready well i like an empty house like i say what we say is 
you don't. No, you to, like a full house. No, no, I want to. No, I, yeah, I like. No, I don't. Actually, sometimes no. It has to go the dump. We took well, we took three, three count of bins out of one house one day. No, you don't want twenty five thousand dollars staying in the way of selling your million dollar house. But on the other hand, you don't want twenty dollars for your twenty five thousand dollars worth of stuff. Okay. Thanks, Rick. We're My pleasure, guys. Have a great day. day. Pardon. Have a great day, and if anyone's interested, they can give you a call direct, Paul. That'd be great. We'll get a hold of you. Take care, Rick. Yeah. Have a great day. Okay. Week. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Rick's, uh, we're okay. going to break quickly. It's a break. These are friends of the show that we're going to talk about. Okay. When we come back, we'll be doing Don't worry. The show's going to keep going on. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. A consignment hero is there when you need him. A phone call away from helping sell a home or the collections inside it. Looking to downsize or sell your home? You need a hero. Not one who can fly or drives a fast car. You need Paul Kenny of Consignment Heroes. Expert advice is Paul's superpower. From organizing and cleaning to prioritizing and selling. Have no fear. Paul is here from beginning to end. Call your Consignment Hero at 647-298-8989. Live from the laundry room. I'm here with Glenn Pye from Glory Day Sports. He's doing a guest appearance. Uh, I don't know. I, I you know if, if I make the show, I'll be surprised. But we're also, I should say this, we're going to be doing another TV show. So we're going to be wanting unusual items. Or even things you don't think are unusual that we think are unusual. But we do want you to call into the store, and which is 647-298-8989. Or 905-737-4653. Well, you got all your numbers then. You may as well take mine down. What? 416-580-9256. Yeah, don't have to copy. So okay. Paul doesn't take it. I'll buy it. Don't worry about it. So we're hey, moving. Let's go to Leslie. She's no, been waiting patiently in Cookstown. Yeah, wait a minute. i got to tell people we've moved. Because a lot of people show up oh, my old right, store yeah. and say, Paul, there's a nail salon Same here. people listen every week. But this guy didn't listen. He went all the way up there. Well, right, yeah. You could have told people by now. We're five. We've moved. And we're open mostly by oh. St. Regis, Russin, North, Unit 4. I don't need stuff right now. We're still organizing the stuff from the move. But we have stuff for sale. We also have an auction today on high bids, comics and cards, X-Men, uh, Spider-Man, all sorts of cool stuff. Now we can go to Leslie. Hello, Leslie. How are you? 
Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I'm fine. How are you? Fantastic. Good, good. My question for you today is we, uh, my sisters and I will be clearing out my parents' home that they've lived in about 65 years. We found a couple of mink coats that would probably range from 1940, 1950. There's also another one from the 70s. One's a stole and then two mink coats. Are they, I mean, I know they're not in fashion. Are they worth anything anymore? Now, here's the problem. Okay, we sell them. We do get, but... And uh, don't be mad at me when I give you this news. Um, <laughs> some of us will get three, four, five hundred dollars sometimes. Right now, you got a better chance of selling it than in the summer, number one. But we can't even leave them out because someone will come in with a spray pan, spray yeah. can, and spray yeah. paint over it and stuff yeah. like this. You know, I, I don't try to make a judgment on this. Um, we do sell them. Probably the best place to sell would be in like some of the Eastern European countries where people are just happy to be warm instead of uh, yeah. the animal stuff. But in North America, it's very tough. Yeah. It's like a hundred, two hundred dollars I'll get you more for a designer purse. I'll get you more for a military uniform. But, and the problem is people, here's the thing. Say the store and you're spending $60 a year to store it. Mm -hmm. Store it for 10 years. If you're storing it at a place that costs you money, now you've got no chance of making money. It's like when you have a locker and you're paying the four hundred, four thousand dollars a year, and you only got two thousand dollars worth of stuff in it. Don't do it, and you're best off to get rid of it. So that those things, Paul, could probably move for you, but it might be better stuff you find. That's not going to be a home run, unfortunately. Yeah, if you could afford a mink coat back then, you could afford other stuff. And items that you don't think are good, like we buy all the silver plate and uh, uh, silver plate and sterling. And a lot of people old paper, old papers yeah. are often good, depending Not on what's newspaper. in there. Not newspaper, but other papers. Yeah, but are you doing the whole house? Or are you going to be selling the house? And I, I always sometimes ask this, and people are like, and I don't mean it, but we do this every day. We're professionals. We know what we're doing. And there'll be things that I've gone into dumpsters that people have thrown out and they said, well, you just wear a $500 chair or a $700 lamp. and But you kept for me this $9 TV or this projector from 1958 because you thought it was neat. And you threw out the lamp and we picked one up last week. And I told the people, I said, you throw this out. This here's worth $500. Oh, my. Yeah, okay. well, we are finding very unusual items, and I can't remember the year because I'm not there now, but a Life magazine, I think it's dated, well, certainly before 1950. No, so, no. It, even yeah. the first issue's worth like $100. It's just people. No, no, Life, do you know what's worth money? There's the Elizabeth Taylor one in 1960. With the cards. With in the it. cards in. And the one about magic mushrooms. And a couple of Beatles ones are no, no. That's the one Magic Mushrooms. Oh, okay. it's worth about five to eight hundred dollars. Yeah, but in normally you wouldn't think about because I think it's nineteen sixty seven or something yeah. like that. But that's why we come in. We're doing it. We take care of everything in the house, and unless you want to do the work, and sometimes at the beginning, the first couple of hours of going through the stuff is look what I found. Look at this. Look what I this is. I wonder what this is worth. After you're doing it for ninety six hours. You're not as enthusiastic. It's our mm -hmm. job to help you. Thanks a lot for the call. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Take Thank care. You.
So I want to talk about my one little Claim it to. I'm going to advertise it. You people much. You people like much. this who are downsizing their parents should be calling me at 905-737-4653 and then get more detailed information and advice. But now you can talk. Do you have a radio show because people in real life won't listen to you, and this is a way to get people to listen to that you might for be an hour? It. Yes. That is the reason? I'm forced to okay. catch into that. That explains a lot of things. I want to talk about tickets. 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 I feel myself, I want to brag like you do. I'm the founder of an industry. Now a multi-hundred million dollar industry. Traffic tickets? Back in the, no, no, no. Event tickets. And it could be all kinds. But I can give you a little bit of history here. In the 70s. And with my good friend Wolfgang, we used to promote rock concerts, and we'd go to all kinds of shows. And, of course, I was going to sporting events as well back then, and so was he. And he, uh, he, he and I, we did a, a number of big concerts in the early 80s, late 70s. Wolf continues to do them to this day. I was involved as a finance guy for a number of shows. It was a lot of fun. But we always had a passion, even previous to that, and certainly subsequently, for tickets. And I remember at the end of a concert, Wolf and I, everyone else would be rushing out. We're looking on the floor for people to drop their ticket stubs and things okay. like this. So we got lots. And then in the 80s, started getting more. And the thing was that at that time, and most people probably listening out there, have a drawer or something where they kept their ticket stubs. Often people threw them in. They're smart if they did. A lot of people say, I went to the Beatles. I wish I kept my ticket. They didn't, which is unfortunate. It's a lot of money. How about the ones that put them into the program? or if they have scrapbooks. Well, you continue. I'm just trying to make people think. Yes. So ticket. Every everyone has a ticket drawer, and certainly before you do anything with it, you should call Paul or I, and we can walk you through what tickets. And it could be the most innocuous tickets worth a lot. But what I really started, and Wolf with me started, was we just get all kinds of extra tickets, because previously people only collected tickets from events they went to. We created an industry where people want a ticket because they didn't get to that event, but that's something that was at that event, that historic moment, that ticket was there. You weren't there personally, so people collect these tickets. And tickets are all kinds of things. I mean, the big ones are rock and sports, but I've sold tickets for coronations. I've sold all kinds of royalty tickets. I've sold, uh, you know, admission to Buckingham Palace, vintage. It's got to be really old, not the new ones. Even some of the museum exhibits, um, Tickets for uh, Disneyland when it opened the year they opened those tickets go for like two hundred dollars from the year Disneyland and then Disney World opened in seventy three or so there's some very valuable tickets and not every ticket's valuable but some are and tickets have went crazy and so what I started doing in the early eighties I I would leave an event and I'd be asking people or even people around me in seats can I buy your ticket can I buy your ticket everyone thought it was nuts then they still do. Well, no, because it's changed a bit now. First of all, there's no tickets anymore. No, they still think you're nuts. Go yes, ahead. okay. Well, you do anyways. But hey, people there, the listing people don't necessarily agree with you. We will have a point oh, later. Then the but, ticket go... Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm mean, you keep interrupting me here. You're making me lose my train of thought here. But anyway, so for tickets, when I started buying extra, and people would say, why are you buying these? Why are you buying these? There was no internet then. There was no eBay. There was nothing. And I, I owned a, a, a few bars back then, and they used to say, I have a bar in Toronto, particularly for the sports stuff, the sports bar, and I'd say, I've got people back home who asked me if I could get them a ticket. So people would sell them to me. I was selling people I didn't even know. I was trying to go for the highest dollar. And 
So I started buying the Super Bowls and World Series. I'd go to all these events. Obviously, when I go to a Stone Show or Who or any of the big concerts, Live Aid, I had extra tickets. Wolf and I were at Live Aid. We're both backstage at Live Aid, which was an amazing. I had lunch with Madonna, mm-hmm. Timothy Hutton, and uh, Rick Ocasek of the Cars. Now, that's an interesting lunch group that day at Live Aid in Philadelphia. They were all together? They Well, it was the backstage area, so people would just sit at a table. They're like picnic tables, okay. and so they were at my table. It was all free back there. Bob Geldof was running the thing. It was very, it was an amazing time, for sure. But, so I started buying these tickets, and the internet came in, and people would say, okay, you're defined for eBay. Well, how can you argue with people then? Although I didn't eBay a lot of them, but I did eBay some. And We'd buy for anything, and if something's more historic, I'd pay more. But typically at Super Bowls, I would pay between 20 and $50. But if you're buying tickets at an, a sporting event, you got to buy them off the people who root for the team that lost. The people for the team that won, they don't want to sell it. It's historic in their city. So, like, for example, when I was in Cleveland for Game 7 with the Cubs, and I had to get out right away. So I can't stay for the post-game celebration. i got to be at the exits where everyone's flowing through and buying off people for the losing because they don't want it as a souvenir. But some people will yell and say, don't sell it to me, putting it on eBay, and it's a whole system. For what? So when you go, well, just tell me what people say. Why do we want to get mad at people don't money? like other people making money. You know how it is. There's lots of people like okay. that. But no, that's why I'm the opposite of that. I want to help people make money. That's the oh, best okay. thing to do. So anyways, at that event, what you need to do is be planned ahead. i got to know the spot that's the best spot where people are funneling out because you want to get the most people possible. Then I got to bring like $2,000 in change because you don't have time to make change. This is happening very fast. And then usually I have somebody with me. Terry, my wife's helped me. Jim Clasper, his friend of mine's helped me. And I need someone to check quality because I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Okay, check. I'll pay 50 for good shape, 20 for a crease, whatever. People get mad at me. Well, I didn't. How come my tickets creased? These guys have come up. They're all drunk. They want to sell me their tickets, just some corporate guys. Three of them sell it. The fourth guy's tickets all crumpled. I go, well, don't buy that. He gets mad at me. I go, no, I only buy them if they're mint condition. So what are these for? What's the well, okay, no, I'll just tell you, it's at that event. So I was at the Cleveland game, and depending on the type of ticket, there were three different types of tickets. I don't buy the computer tickets. And this is part of the reason tickets take off. There are no tickets anymore, very few. Like last year, the Masters, hardly anyone was there, but they still made the badges. Well, for $3,000, they would normally be, because no one was there, nobody got them. Like, just think when recent, like this morning, I got up, I'm one of those crazy people, I watched Nadal, played a four-hour-and-a-half match this morning. People want that, he set the record. A lot of people won't have tickets there, because they're going to have an electronic sheet of paper. And people say, well, I'll sell you that, I go, well, I can make a million copies of that, so who cares, right? in Australia. So, at the, at the Cleveland game, which was game seven, the Cubs hadn't won for over 100 years. I was buying tickets for between 10 20 and 50 and I was selling for $600 that week. So it was pretty good. But um, my, my best claim to fame was I was a uh, guest of the Blue Jays and Labats when the Blue Jays were in the World Series, 92-93. I flied with the team. You know, we had dressing room parties, whatever. It was an amazing time for me. City, really, other than the Raptors, hasn't won much since. But after they won in Atlanta, because not many Toronto people were down there, because we didn't know the day before that we thought the Jays might lock it in Game 5, but they lost. So all of a sudden, we all had to go quickly. We had to get yeah. on a flight that night with the team, go to Atlanta. So I, bought, I was buying tickets up front, and as I said, I was guest Labatt's, and the president of Labatt's was there. And I'm buying tickets after the game off the Atlanta people, which were the bulk of the people there. They're pissed off for $5. Okay. Five, and they're all going, you're crazy pie. They're going crazy pie. Well, you know what? 
three days later, the president of Labatt's was phoning me asking for some of those tickets. I mean, tickets are huge now. So there's an auction came up now, golden auction. Wait a minute, though. If you go into someone's house, or I go to someone's house, yeah. and they have, if you're selling for 600 they can expect to get 300 I mean, the game sure. If it's something that sells fast, depends when it, how fast it goes. Like Wolf has started uh, piecing to me some of his collection of rock concerts. Some are slow movers. You can't pay half on slow movers. If it's a fast mover and it's valuable, like if it's a, a $10,000 ticket, sells easy, else I'll pay eight, 9000 because okay, I know it'll sell and it goes quick. That's what the, the clients out here, the people oh. who are listening want to know that. Well, and also they want to know, they don't know what's a 600 or $2 ticket. Very few people know what are the valuable tickets. Like, okay. for example, the Blue Jays, the game the Seagull got killed. Yeah. You sell that ticket for two, three hundred. Who has that? Ask anyone the date. Nobody knows except a couple guys that work for me, right? So these tickets are insanely valuable. And even with the current times, and I think that's what made tickets more valuable, is the fact that they're not printing tickets anymore on most okay. events. I think the Super Bowl still will. A couple of special events are. And, of course, a number of the people are using the excuse, oh, it's COVID, we don't want to handle hard tickets. It's not. They just want to cut costs. Yeah. They don't have to have ticket takers at the door. You just scan them in a thing. Yeah. It's a cost-cutting thing for teams. These tickets just cost millions of dollars to ship out everywhere. So suppose, suppose I met, met my wife at a Springsteen concert okay. in yes. 1976, yeah. and I want to get that ticket. You're the only guy to go get it. And I've had that question many times. I've had people say, that was the first game I went with my wife. Can you okay. find it? Sometimes I can find it. I don't know. It's hit and miss. But yes, okay. we have found it. Another thing, there was one year that the Leafs put pictures of fans on the tickets. Okay. And the Leafs are terrible, as they are most years. Yep. This year, they seem to be a little better. But whenever anyone comes up to me and asks me for that ticket, they go, oh, do you have this ticket from that year? And I go, I think I know why you want it. He goes, why? Well, I says, because your picture's on the ticket. He goes, how'd you know that? I said, because nobody else wants that ticket. You're the only guy buying them. My picture was on a ticket, a Blue Jay ticket. Me and okay. my wife, picture. Because teams do that every once in a while for their super fans, because I'm a season ticket holder since 77. Yeah. But anyways, cool. to, to cut it off, I don't want to take too much time. I know you got to go to Cheese Boutique and stuff. But like yeah. even Brady, who announced retirement, all of a sudden all his tickets have become insanely valuable. But there aren't many from recent times. But his Super Bowl tickets and that, they go up even more now because there is no more supply. And Golden Auctions, one of the bigger auctions, they're now doing full ticket auctions just with tickets. Tickets sold last night for over $150,000 from an NBA game, 1962. Will Chamberlain's big game. 100 points? 100 points. Okay. So, I mean, 150000 200000 300000 is not uncommon. Will you have that one? Probably not, but you never know. There's that odd person's going to have that lucky ticket there. Like, yeah, it's some tickets you know by looking at them. Lou Gehrig, the day he did the speech, was a big picture yeah. of him on the ticket. But anyways, just get that drawer of tickets. When you're ready to sell, you call Paul or me. We can turn them into cash. How much cash depends on how rare your tickets are. But tickets are at the peak of the market right now, whereas most other items aren't at the peak. Cards peak back in March. Yeah. Programs haven't taken off. And people say, I always say a ticket's worth way more than a program. And they go, why? I go, because of a program, people went to the event. They paid for the program, so they don't want to throw it out. The ticket, everyone considered, well, I didn't pay for the ticket. I paid to get in. Throw away my ticket so the tickets are rare. Okay, Canada, Russia. In Russia. At game eight, we sell for between three and $6,000. thousand for a used ticket? Well, that would be, a six would be an unused, or at least not ripped. So often they're used. People got in, but they didn't get their ticket ripped. Somehow they gave the guy a $10 bill and slipped by him or something. Okay, 
Now Glenn's used up half the show on tickets. It's okay. Yeah, I did talk too long, but we have to go cheese boutique. Okay, wait a minute, though. So what you're saying is people can recapture their childhood and vastly many, many people are. God. But also even with the rock stuff, and even sports, because young guys that come in or girls that like the team, they might want something from the history, especially when the team wins. When the Raptors won, I couldn't sell stuff from their first year. Now everything's hot. You just need to win yeah. one. We need the Leafs to win one that will create all kinds of hysteria. Because everything Leafs 67 Now you prior. sound like you're on drugs. Go on. No, every, they're doing well. Chief Boutique. Okay. So it's a great friend of Paul and I. And, of course, our store is just down the street. They're at 45 Ripley. I'm at 26. And they're items, and they continue to be busy. We see they have parking. They'll get you parked. They have valets out front, or not valets, but they have parking attendants that'll show you where to park. A guy who takes your car and drives away with it is a valet. No, that would be me stealing someone's car. Okay. But anyways, we even go there for coffee. Their coffee's so good. Now when we, the guys have a coffee break, we're going to cheese with eat that coffee. All right, get me one. Everyone loves their coffee. But obviously, their cheese, their condiments, the meat, everything is spectacular. They're busy as ever. They're doing really well. It looks like starting Monday we're going to open up, so you won't have the delays that you would have normally. Are we opening up? Well, it's in stages, but yeah. Wait a minute. So people come to my store now that I'm open? Yes, they always could, 50%. 50, I don't yeah. have any half people coming to You've got store. such a big store, you could have 5,000 people in there and still be safe. Or I could have 10,000 half people. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, a- anyway, more about the what? Cheese Boutique's a fabulous place. You should definitely check them out. And Tell them what their phone number is. If you don't have it. Um, yes, I do. Call the Cheese Boutique. See, Paul, 416-762-6292. You can go to their site, cheeseboutique.com. Aframagum, the owner's there and their dad. Fabulous place. You won't regret it. If you want to knock on our door at 45 Ripley, we'll have you come in. We just bought out a jeweler a week ago. We have beautiful jewelry cases. I know you had some more showcases. Now we have it. We have one room. Looks spectacular. Now, we have the jewels that go into our case. You have the cases. I have the jewels that go in the case. I have jewels inside, but they're not real jewels. They're jewels of memorabilia. That's a different thing. That's a stretch. Okay. Anyways, we should go to, do you want to go to a call, or do you have something you got to talk No, I think we have friends of the show that are going to call, and we have to give our listeners a rep from your table. Okay, so we'll do the the ad first, and then we'll come right back. On ad, it's it's messages from friends of the show. You have no friends. No, I have one. Go ahead. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. A consignment hero is there when you need him. A phone call away from helping sell a home or the collections inside it. Looking to downsize or sell your home? You need a hero. 
Not one who can fly or drives a fast car. You need Paul Kenny of Consignment Heroes. Expert advice is Paul's superpower. From organizing and cleaning to prioritizing and selling. Have no fear. Paul is here from beginning to end. Call your consignment hero at 647-298-8989. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes, and Glenn Pye from Glory Days is Al well, Bogart. From Bogart's on assignment. Okay. All right. That's but good. I, um, Glenn's kind of helping me, I think. No, I'm not. But we should go to Bill from Watertown, New York. He's been waiting patiently. Sorry, Bill, I got carried away on the tickets, but go ahead. Hi, I called last week with the uh, uh, Wired Radio. Yeah. I've got another question. Uh, by the way, you, said, you were saying you wanted to do thing on TV. I've done a lot of radio uh, demonstrations and everything. If you need help on it, let me know. But oh, if we today... Get yeah, Bill, I've worked. you're the perfect type of... We're asking for unusual items, but we need also yeah. unusual experts on stuff. So go ahead. What were you saying? I have... I worked for 28 years for a vintage Chevy uh, GMC truck supplier. I did his yeah. radio work. I'm still doing his radio work. Anyways, uh, I saw on eBay a radio that I recognized as a 54 Chevy truck radio. Those are the hardest ones to find. Okay. Um, I've had, I've, I've had several and I've worked on hundreds of radios for it. But, uh, when I got this, it had a tag on it that said engineering sample. Del- wow. Remy. So I called Delco and he says, yeah, yeah. What you got is a prototype. There's also signatures on this where they okayed it for final production. It, there are some slight little differences uh, between the actual production model. doesn't have the cardboard cover that goes on it and doesn't have the Chevrolet bow tie on the uh, glass. Um, but it has the model number and everything inside, which, you know... Uh, has a, a fuse from a 53 Chevy truck and not the 54 Chevy oh, Bill, 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 anyways, you got, you're giving us too much information here because you got to remember our listeners, oh. they've just gone through uh, Glenn's thing on tickets. But Okay. So half of them have well, already uh, stopped listening. Is no, no, they haven't. I, I've been trying to sell this one. Uh, I feel as though it should not be tampered with because originally I figured I could go through it, fix it up, and get $500 for it. Um, oh, it's a prototype? You know, excuse me one second. I got these are a couple of rules I have. Is that number one, more damage is done, not in your case because you're an expert, but more damage is done found in the, in the, done in the first 10 minutes that someone discovers their collection of comics or, or they clean it or when then happened in the last 40 years when it sat up in a closet or sat in the bottom of a drawer. Is when people try and improve it. And what you're saying here, but I also think if you've got a prototype, that means it's one. And all you need yes. is two people yes. who want to buy it, and that's when you have an auction. But I think in something like that, you'll get much more because those 54 Chevys, that's an iconic car. I mean, that's a car that the many collectors, they always want original parts, but some people want to go, they've already got their car. Some people just want the radio. 
there's collectors of just the radio. Oh, no, no, no. Bill's an expert on radios. That's what I'm saying. I, meant, I, I did not want to give that a short shift. If we're doing our radio show, or doing our TV show, and we need an expert on radios, we have a gentleman up here, but it sounds like Bill is a, the whole rainbow of stuff. And we this, need people uh, like that that we can come and count on. Go ahead, Bill. This radio, I've been trying for quite a while to sell it on eBay. No, but wait a minute, can I hear I'm interrupting again? eBay is and, the lowest common denominator. Sometimes, like even Glenn will say this, if he's got tickets, he's not going to put it on eBay. He'll might put it, He'll pick, and he knows as an expert which auction to put it in that is not eBay because eBay is who is looking that week and it's a, yeah. it's the lowest common denominator on stuff. There's a lot of times yeah. I will have something that I will not put on eBay or I don't expect to get the most money that way. If I had a 1979 box of, um, of Gretzky Rookie, I would not be putting it on eBay. Well, I mean, basically what I think what you should do, I know places, and Paul does, you should contact us. We know where that should go, where you might yeah. get more money. So you get your expectations, and we'll probably exceed them, because yeah. we know people that buy that. But best to take it offline, because we're not going to decide that. We need some pictures and descriptions, yeah. and from there we could tell you where to go. D-list it from eBay. We'll get you more money. You know, here's another thing. Are, are you good, Bill? Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, no. you take care. Have a great week. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, now, the other thing I'm going to say about people who take it, someone's been putting it on eBay, you kill an item's um, it's, it's life, it's freshness, as I call it. Sometimes when something's fresh to market and you have nothing that's been seen for you 10 years. You can get lucky on eBay. So I, I, you I can have, get lucky. I mean, I have 11,000 things on eBay, so I would sound like an idiot if I just listened to you. But No, no. Um, you have 11,000. Glory, glory Days collectibles. Just check out 11,000 items. But that's eBay it. works. We know what eBay works for. We know what it doesn't work for. Yes, this is what we do. This is what I've done for 50 years. You've done it for 50 years. 100 years experience right here. If someone doesn't tap into that, they're missing the boat, especially before we die. Yeah, okay. But definitely, rate like prototype samples. You're right; they're good for auctions, but you got to get them in the right automotive, yeah, or something like that. We know how to do that. I know the auctions that are automotive. So do you. And so we could definitely help them out. And um, you know, that's that's a great call. What do you want to talk about, Paul? Go ahead. No, I'm trying. Oh, silver. Oh no, but um, we're buying silver plates. I right. want people to buy. We're coming to the end of the show again. We have ran out of sh- I No, not it. yet. I've still got something i got to say, too. So you keep going. Okay. So what we have here is I want to be buying silver plate. Right. And this week I went out, and you know how I talk about people come in, they bring something that's got a, a VV ticket price on of uh, three ninety nine, and and I go to What's the same a VV ticket price? Value bills. I'm not trying oh, to say okay. who they are. But I actually went into one. I spent... Twenty-four dollars, okay, and got back three hundred and sixty dollars in metal. So someone donated that. Oh, you bought all the scrap? No, it was yeah, but it was like like they don't know. And even and I like St. Vincent de Paul, which is a charity or Sally uh, Salvation Army, who does a lot of good work. I don't think the Valley Village is a charity, even though they're trying to say they are. Um, but my point is that people are throwing this away, giving it, getting nothing for it, and I'm these people come in and someone will pick it, they'll buy it for three ninety nine and I give them four hundred dollars for it. This has got to stop. It really is. People should be calling us with their stuff to go through it. Even if and like in a silver plate, gold, silver, 
How many times do people bring in a stack of costume jewelry? Oh, you have $1,500 in gold here. No, I don't. Well, I'm going to pay you for it and pretend it's really yours. And, and churches and stuff like that. But I'd like to be dealing with some of the people like Value, not Value, with uh, St. Vincent de Paul or uh, Salvation Army. The people are bringing it in. I could buy it all yeah. because they're just putting out for well, nothing. A lot of churches, they have these flea markets and they get all the parishioners and they ask them, and some of them are close to us here in the Tokyo. Yeah. And they ask to bring the stuff in. So I go there. I don't have a connection to get in. I don't attend that church. But I see pros go in beforehand and scoop all the gold and everything else or other rare painting or whatever. And if they had sold that and donated the money to the church, they would have got a lot more money than having some guy go in and scoop everything. Oh, yeah, but the idea, they want to do good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you should at least get some advice first. We may end up saying donate it to the church. That's a good place to move that stuff. Yeah. But there's other things. So people were downsizing. How many times if you went, these guys go into a house and they'll pull out everything in that drawer? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I want to sell the dresser for uh, $110 and there's $5,000 in the drawer. Yeah. That's dumb. So could be one coin. Could be one coin. Or one could, ticket stuff. <laughs> or a graduation ring. They're yeah, gold. Yeah, for sure. I've had lots of graduation rings come my way. Yeah. So this is where I'm saying that we have to, they need us if they're going to downsize it. We can, we have, we charge if we're doing What we'll do is, at least what I do, and I think you do it a bit, but you should do more of it is, we'll tell them how to move the high-end pieces a little bit. The low-end stuff's not as big a concern. I can't. So we're all, we're all okay. good. Paul, Paul's having a technological issue here again, but we're good. We're on the radio. Everyone's listening. It's a happy time. But I'm also about cups and saucers. Like you say, every neighbor comes in. Happened this week. The kids came in. They took the $300 cup and saucer. They might be taking it home, or they might be selling to one of these other guys for $50. It was a $300 cup and saucer. Right. It needs special work. They should get advice. They should get advice. And we've been doing it. That radio is a perfect example where even if at the end of the day we can't help him, he, he still has it. And he hasn't lost anything. But yeah. if we can find a way to get him triple the money, everybody's well, happy. I think a radio like that go for two, three thousand. Until I see it, I wouldn't know. No. And I don't know much about them. But I love prototypes. Prototypes oh. are better. Samples are great. Prototypes are better. Yes. And we could prototypes on toys. We got one the other day from Dragon Balls. I don't even know what Dragon Balls is. It was in between my grandkids and my kids. But it ended up going for $3,000. Wow. It's like, hmm. And I bought it Marvel. Well, I didn't know what it was. Right. And someone says, well, we, I, since I can't find it on Fleabay, then I know that it must be a prototype. There's only one of it or something like that. But I want to make sure that people buy. Um, their, if they've got silver plate, think of us. they got pewter. We buy pewter. We were buying the whole house, but we don't buy the whole house. You're downsizing. You need advice. Unless... Like I say, if I'm 74 years old, I don't want to be going through all this stuff. I'd like to get some advice, like the person who spends 50 hours um, lifting me to $50 worth of uh, records. Who needs that? You can do it. I can do it in three minutes. Here, Here's what you got to do. Here's what it is. Here's what the prices are. Okay? No, you're right. I mean, basically, people spend, and I even have done it sometimes, why didn't I just go to an expert myself? Well, I go to you yeah. all the time. I ask you because I don't know household stuff and things yeah. like that. And you ask me about non-cards. You're better than me in cards. But when you get other sports items, you'll say to me, have you seen these? What are they for? 
If not, you wasted two seconds on a phone call. Who cares? But sometimes you get some great information on certain items because we've handled a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of stuff for many years. Yeah, and a lot of them don't appreciate this, and, and they say, how do you do so fast? But even if I save you time, save you money, and get you more money, and we get to sell your house, and like I say, right now is the time. I know it's tough. And you can sell it now. You have your closing date in March, in April. I don't care. But the idea is to get the money because I'm telling you, if this Ukrainian thing happens, I'm not much in politics, but I know wars are not good. They're not good for everything else. Unless you sell weapons. Unless you sell weapons. But what I want to give right now, do you have... So we got uh, like five minutes left. I would like to say one little thing. Okay. Say your one thing. So first of all, to all our listeners out there, I want to wish everyone that uh, celebrates this to include... Sony Chan, good friend of mine, he's one of the Glory Days team, him and his family. Tomorrow is Chinese New Year's Eve. The Chinese celebrate more on the eve than they do on the day, and it's the year of the tiger. So all our listeners out there that celebrate Chinese New Year's, have a great New Year's Eve day tomorrow. They have a big feast. There's certain things they cook, which are better luck, and there's a lot of tradition and, I guess, some superstition that goes into some of these things. But anyways, uh, I'm sure we have many listeners that... uh, Celebrate that. We just want to wish them all the best for Chinese New Year's. Year of the Tiger. Oh, it is? Okay. Maybe Tiger Cats win this year. Would that be good for them? Not they lost much. last year. but Yeah. Not a, okay, go ahead with That's your coins and silver and That's gold. That's a different kind of tiger. That's what I did. But I want to emphasize, I can't overemphasize this, actually. I know this shows, but people find out what this stuff is worth and what they can get the most money for. And that's how I say, and I'm about to say, oh, I'll just throw it all in auction. <coughs> you should never put your gold and silver into auction. Unless it's by a certain designer or something, but most of your gold and silver, that is the most inefficient way you will get the least amount of money for your gold and silver by putting it into auction, as well as some of these guys down, downtown and stuff. Get a second opinion. I'm going to give you the gold and silver prices right now. I want you to copy it down. You might need it today. You might actually have a friend. You probably have lots of friends. But you might actually... Me? Are we pointing that or are yeah. you talking to the listeners? No, I'm talking to the listeners. They might oh, have okay. friends. I have friends, too. But what we're going to do is that if you know the prices, and I say get one of these little scales, buy from Home Hardware. Do not buy from Amazon. Buy from Home Hardware or Canadian Tire. Buy local. So what I want you to do, the price of gold and silver right now, get one of these little scales so you know... So they dropped a bit, but the dollar went down, so the drop's not as big as it looks, right? Oh, yeah, but... but by the time they're going to sell, they might sell three weeks from now. Everything will be changed. But I wanted no, to have an idea. This week, that's what happened this week. Yeah, a big, a bigger drop. Like gold dropped almost sixty bucks, yeah. but it picked up another twenty five because of the currency change. Because of currency, and we happen to be in Canada. I'll get into that. Why our mint will not sell us our our own gold and silver. So right now, gold right now, ten carat, ten carat. That means you got four hundred seventeen parts. I know a lot Which of Which usually is about the lowest carrot you see on most No, stuff, nine. Right? You can see nine. But you see ten more often. You see ten in North America. You yes. see nine in England. Well, I'm not in England, am I? No, but you'll see 15 there as well. You're not in England, but there are people who might have a friend I in England. Saying, is it right to say that mainly ten will be the lowest one that most people would see? No, they have eight and in Ireland. You can't agree with me tomorrow. Oh, Keep okay. going. All right. Ten carrots. They have eight carrots in Ireland. Um, so what you have here, and that's one third. They got three carrots in Newfoundland. You probably don't even know that. Oh, yeah? You want to go there with me? No, no. Um, 10 karat gold. Copy this down. 25.74 per gram. That is not what it's worth. That's what I'm going to pay you. 
So these other guys say, oh, he doesn't pay that? Yes, I do. Um, 14 karat gold this week is 36.04 for one gram. Excuse me, 10 grams is $360.40. 18 karat gold right now, it's down a bit, but 46.34. So these guys who are trying to pay you $18, or this lady goes around with a picture of the God there and, and saying, I'm being honest, they're not when they're paying you $10 a gram for this stuff. Okay, silver dollars are 15.04. That's what we're paying. They're not $5 like these uh, road shows to go to different legions and hotels. You can walk into my store, get $15.04 per each one. Price of silver goes up, I'll pay you more. Goes down, I'm paying you less. Per gram of silver, that's what it says, 925, is 69.47. Now, this adds up real fast. You got a tea set, it's going to weigh in at around 1,000 grams. So that's going to be $694. Because I know there's a couple of pickers that go around, and they know it's silver, sterling. And they'll say, I'll give you $100. It seems like a lot because it's been sitting there. You don't, you never want to clean it. You see these trays people have of flatware, and uh, like my parents had, but yeah. of course they only have plates. But somebody has like the standard, I don't know how many pieces, what would be 80 pieces in it or 2, something? 2,000. It's about 2,000 grams in one of those? Yeah. And that's without weighing the blades of the knives. Oh, no, we do, say, yeah. Because they're, it's silver be too soft, and they use a harder metal. Well, no, it's 2,000 grams without the knives. Without the knives at without all? Without the knives. I mean, it's that big a set. So this is why you have to, you can come in, we'll wait. Anybody comes into your house, doesn't weigh your gold and silver, do not sell it to them. No matter what they offer. And Whatever. Search, search them when they're leaving. Search them when they're leaving, yeah. Paul, we have one minute. I just want people to call my number and we've moved. See, you mentioned Glory Days. Yeah, Glory Four. Days, 416-580-9256. We're right across from Chief Boutique, 26 Ripley. Yeah. And on eBay, Glory Days Collectibles, even though you call well, it you eBay. mentioned, because yeah, Simon here, that's me, the other guy who's not Glory Days, that's 12 times you mentioned it. And I'm consignment here at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4. Open all week. You want to bring in your gold Give your phone number. 905-737-4653. Thank you for letting us in your home. Have a great week. Bye, Happy local. Chinese New Year. Women. Wear a local. And get on into my vaccination story today. That'll be next time. Next week. Have a great week. Thanks. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.